think somebody not know how to flush a toilet after they've had a shit? Disgusting! It's in the toilet. Hello and welcome back to season two. It's good to be back in Creating a Stink. I'm Al, I'm here with Tom and Richard, and you guys have both been doing a bit of travelling in our time away. We've escaped the cold, dark, shitty UK winter full of shit and come out to beautiful Spain. That's it. It's like nice, sunny shits out here. It's fantastic. Except the fibre content of most restaurant meals here is appallingly low. And I mean, like to the point where I'm scrambling at any bit of fibre I can get, like gnawing at the dining table or God knows what. <laughs> it's like anything I can get because otherwise it's just, oh, you want a meal? Oh, it's uh, meat and white bread. Exactly the same thing when I arrived here years ago. I remember thinking, well, how did these people shit? Where, where did they get the fibre from? Because it's mm. all just it's white bread and donuts and meat. And someone told me, like, oh, yeah, they, they get their fibre from beer. That's what helps you shit. And I was like, well, that's... That's not very sustainable, I don't think. <laughs> Does it? At least that, well, I was going to say at least that adds a bit of colour, but to be honest, any photo of food that you've sent me, the plate's been completely yellow, so I don't think a pint of lager breaks that mould either. I'm enjoying the yellow food, to be honest. I'm enjoying it, but I don't know if I'll be able to do it all year round. Are no. you enjoying sharing a toilet? That's an interesting one. It certainly made me up my hygiene game. And what I mean by that is when you live on your own as a, you know, bachelor in central London, you don't really need to clean your own toilet because you're the only one who's using it. And the only time I normally really clean away any debris in the toilet is basically the morning when my cleaner comes round because she's like a guest and I want to make sure that the porcelain is in a pristine white condition. Whereas here, someone could use the toilet straight after you. So... I have to, you know, toilet brushes. I actually oh, have to that you hate. Yeah, that I hate. I actually have to use it because I'm like, oh, I need to actually get rid of, you know, these little bits. So it's good so far. I have to say, my shits haven't really stunk here. I don't know why. I don't know whether it's like, uh, is there something in the water or something in the air? Maybe it's the moisture in the air that absorbs all the. But they've not really stank. Maybe so, it's that fresh sea air. It could be. So I'm obviously on an island and I'm surrounded by, I guess, like salty air. Maybe I'm breathing all in. I'm also on an island on one of the Canary Islands where there's sandstorms. So maybe that's getting mixed in and I don't know if it's dampening the smell, but it's actually been pleasant, you know, a pleasant seaside fragrance. Sandstorm. That's where they get the fire. Yeah, just just inhale a whole bunch of sand. (laughs) <laughs> did you take your wee shitting stool with you no i couldn't check that in to into luggage so jet 2 would only let me take two little small bags on board and the stool doesn't ah. it's an artisan wooden stool so it's not um it's not a foldable <laughs> although maybe if decathlon are listening then maybe that'll be an interesting product range to add to their already gigantic range small shitting stool like a sports Definitely. shitting stool. A, yeah, yeah, exactly. A stool for athletes who want to defecate in pleasant ways by raising their feet. Actually, the toilet here is slightly lower than my toilet at home, the seat level. So I haven't really needed the little uh, stool as much. Well, Tom, I had no idea you had such poor toilet etiquette. So going back to London, if I was just to show up unannounced at your flat, there would probably be shit all over the toilet. Is that what you're saying? I mean, all over is maybe is maybe a, a, an over uh, analysis, but I would say there might be a crust or two. Oh, 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 oh. God, no, I couldn't live like that. No, thank you. 
Well, yeah, but you also live with other people. And it, well, you know, it reminds you of sometimes you can't be bothered, right? If you're on your well, own. Well, actually, speaking of living with other people, I've been married for, for five years and I've been with my wife in total for 10 years and I discovered something new about her this morning. So in the, the flat room just now, the bathroom is like right next. It's not en suite, but it's like kind of en suite. It's like right next to the bedroom. And it's really, 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 really silent at night. So when, when you get up in the morning, you can just hear everything. So normally I go through, I have my little fart and it's fine. And sometimes I hear her giggling in bed and that's okay. But <laughs> this, this time she got up for the toilet. She went through, she, she let out a little fart and then she tried to, you, I could tell she was trying to stop farting or she was trying to let them out kind of gently in that kind of silent like way but she couldn't and it just went like it happened six or seven times like these like quite big farts and then she's just pissing herself laughing on the toilet and it turns out period they're period farts period farts are a thing i had no idea and i i heard them for the for the first time in 10 years this morning really yeah how have you never heard that before I, I didn't know that. Did, did you know? No, I didn't know. No. But like, I don't have a wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm quite amazed. I've just, maybe I've never happened to be near the toilet while she is on her periods and farting at the same time and all, and all this time. But it happened this morning and I was like, oh, well, yeah, period farts. So I don't know if it's when it just arrives or if it's through this five or seven days or however long a period lasts. Yeah, I don't know. I'll report back next month and see. So it, I like I like the giggling aspect of that. Could you just hear like a, a forced giggle in the bathroom? <laughs> well, I, it was like a fart, then a moment's silence, and then I think she probably heard me rustling in bed, and then she farted again, and then I think I giggled a little bit, and then she giggled, and then it just escalated from there basically. But it's just it's, it's so quiet. It's so so quiet. Like you can't you can't even pull off the toilet paper without heat though without hearing it you know perfect perfect perf- you, you two are a perfect match really <laughs> yeah you, fantastic just, you reminded me actually that farts i've found so last week uh, on monday i noticed i'd come down with covid boo, hey. boo but one hey. of the one of the symptoms i noticed on day one was i was hot temperature a bit fatigued but majorly farty fart 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 what not non-stop COVID just, flatulence yeah yeah i had ache in the groin or the hips that kind of area and just really we're really windy yeah you don't hear that in the guardian is one of the, no the no symptoms. you don't no you don't but one thing i did read is that it also about 10 percent of people who get covid have bad diarrhea it, it is a symptom oh, of course that was the run on toilet paper at the very start of the pandemic they said yeah. you get you get diarrhea well no yeah. it was more it was more like they thought people were going to run out and so everyone just went and topped up but it's just so random that this virus, which is like respiratory, goes, oh, I'm just going to nip downstairs and see what I can do down there as well. Like, oh, what happens if I press this button? <laughs> is this like... in any way related to the to the anal swabs that the Chinese introduced, the COVID anal swabs for tests? Maybe it was like they maybe. wanted to collect samples or something, or I don't know. I don't remember having that done to me. But maybe while I was fatigued and out for the count, maybe that did happen. I don't know. <laughs> maybe the Chinese doctors, they do the swab and they go, well, his farting is up 10x, so it could be COVID. Better get the swab out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, I'd be interested if you guys do decide to choose COVID. I'd, I'd like to see whether you end up getting the same symptoms, whether you, you might get the shits. Well, well, I've had it once. I didn't get the shits. But if I get it again, or let's be honest, when I get it again, if it gives me the farts, I'll be sure to report back. 
Might even send you a wee audio. <laughs> Please do. I'm, I'm counting on it. <laughs> so that's that's how it's affected us. How's your son's diet, his Spanish diet, affecting uh-huh. him? Not bad. So, unfortunately, he's been home from nursery for the last week because someone in his bubble got COVID, so that's a little bit annoying. But otherwise, fine. The latest update is the new app that the Spanish nursery are using to keep in touch with the parents, which is great. It's always funny to share with non-parents. I think non-parents are quite blown away by the level of detail you get. You get an update on how often and the state of your baby's shits, basically. So it's like, like morning, <laughs> shit, normal. Or in Spanish, normal. And then morning, shit number two, runny, for example. His mood as well, you get an update on his mood and all the, the food he eats as well. So... Is this the toddler equivalent of a school report book? You know, at the end of the term, like turned up, wasn't very interesting, farted a lot, did some normal shits, (laughs) hits the other children. Yeah, it's key information for parents, I guess. Everything related to shitting and eating in mood, parents are going to want to know about it. So we we get to hear everything. I love that somebody's job is to check the nappy and then type into the app how the shit was and must be doing that for like what 20 kids just like their whole day is just writing about poo yeah that yeah that's because another thing in spain the ratios of kids to to minders is relatively low so i think it's one person to 13 kids now it would take me most of the morning to change 13 nappies so that that must be they're like and and some baby shit twice my baby shits twice so that that could be 26 nappy changes in one morning so and it takes about I mean, if you do it quickly, you could probably do it in three minutes. But if you do, you know, if you want to not hurry, it can take between four and five minutes. That's like a hundred minutes of nappy changes for someone every day. That's just how they spend their working day. Oh, God. And then obviously the time it takes to input that into the app as well. That's going to take some time. Wow. Well, you know, when you go to the dentist and the the dentist is, you know, busy poking about one tooth, and the dentist is saying lower back three and then calling out all the damage you've done on your teeth to the hygienist who sat there typing away on the computer. Maybe they tag team it. Maybe one minder is busy changing the nappy and the other minder is at the computer and they're just calling out and she's, and she's saying, child number child number four, this number two is uh, particularly runny. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that could be it. I really don't know how they do it because they have to feed and clean and change 13 kids at once. And I know they're professionals, but guys, yeah, it's so much, it's crazy. Maybe there's like a center, like an offshore center that just receives all of like the raw data and all of the pictures and video and they just have to write it up at the end of the day and just describe it and send it back to you. Maybe like maybe a, there's a live virtual stream. Assistant. Maybe there's like yeah, a, exactly like a live a, stream. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they've they found somebody on people per hour or upwork to mm-hmm. just watch this like this live stream and, and log all the all the activity, all the shits, all the food. Niche. Yeah. Pretty niche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You could probably subscribe to that for $10 a month. (laughs) That's great. Tom, you were saying you got COVID. So I was, what month is this? January? In December. What month is um, this? You, sir. (laughs) What month is this? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) A bit Dickens. A little bit. So in December, not this month. In December, I was stuck in florida with covid I was visiting my dad got stuck there and so like like warm covid or like hot covid 
It was warm COVID, yeah. I've got yeah. warm COVID here as well. It's, it's kind of it's pleasant COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would I would hate to be shivering in the cold COVID. That would have sucked. But on the flight back, I was I was kind of worried because once I was better and I tested negative. On the flight back, I was just worried I was going to be sick because previously on a flight back from Orlando, I had one of the worst plane experiences in my entire life. I literally spent I don't know what the flight from. Orlando to Glasgow was it like seven hours. I think I spent six and a half hours of that in the bathroom. It was, oh, no. yeah, just, so we're getting on the plane and I'm sat in the departure lounge and I bought a green smoothie. I drank that and we get on the plane, the row that I'm sitting on, there's me and then there's a little kid, like a really young kid who's under 16. So they come over and they say, oh, this kid's traveling alone. So I give him the nod. I'm like, don't worry, I'm the responsible adult. If you need anything, you just ask me. And then we're just about to take off. So I take a sleeping pill. I've had my greens and I basically fall asleep. And <laughs> we're more or less leveling out after takeoff. And then I wake up and something doesn't feel right at all. So I stand up to go to the bathroom. And as I stand up, the whole plane starts spinning. So I'm walking down oh, the aisle. God holding on to the headrests of each chair as I go on my way to the bathroom. And the last thing I hear, just as, you know the old school CRT TVs, and we switched them off, they went down to like a little small white, yeah. So mm. that happens in my vision, and all I can hear is, he's fainted, just off, off in the distance. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I'm so, just hearing about this for the first time, wow. <laughs> so I wake up, I wake up in the aisle with like five air stewardesses all around me and I try to stand up to throw them all off so I can get to the bathroom and they're like no you fainted you fainted you have to you have to sit down you have to sit down and I have to get to the bathroom <laughs> I'm gonna shit myself <laughs> you don't understand <laughs> so one of the air stewardesses basically kind of puts an arm puts my arm around her around her neck and helps carry me to the bathroom and I then spend the next I don't know like four or five hours just being sick, lying on the bathroom floor, just being sick in the tiny airplane cubicle. Oh, and no. so I'm there for hours and every now and then the, the air stewardess comes and checks in on me. And after a while she comes and she says, you're going to have to leave the bathroom because we're hitting some turbulence and you need to be in your seat strapped down. <gasps> and so, so she basically carries me back to, the, to my chair, gives me a bag and says, just sorry. But the worst part is she, she carries me back, me back, back down beside this small young child who I gave the nod to at the start of the flight saying, don't worry, if anything happens, I'm the responsible adult here. And he has this look of shame and pity. <laughs> I like how the first as thing he, you do after, after agreeing to be responsible, you take a sleeping tablet. This is what I thought. I just <laughs> landed on that as well. It's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll be the responsible. Yeah. Hi. Cheers. Good night. Bye. <laughs> just double, double dropping to acid. That's well, seven hours. <laughs> well that's that's just my mo is shirking all responsibility in life let's be honest but the best part was by the time we landed it had gone through my system and i just you know when, when the plane's disembarking i just stood up and strolled out thank you what about much. your day yeah <laughs> well so it was just like a, a flash like food poisoning type thing you ate the wrong thing and it just came right back out or yeah yeah whatever the i don't know if it was the combination of the greens and the sleeping tablet or just the greens or what but something just set me right off did you basically have a, a private toilet for the entire flight 
Yeah, they put that one out of order. They must have put a, a sign on the door saying, <laughs> Sorry, this, this, this is well out of order. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty good way of getting more leg room, isn't it, though, really, you know, for no cost. Well, I was kind of crumpled on the floor of the toilet for five, six hours. It didn't really feel like a hard hold of... I mean, those cubicles are small, right? I wasn't in for business. I was in economy, so no. I'm just kind of oh, yeah. crumpled on the floor with both hands in the in the pen. Yeah, Tom, Tom's, only, Tom's only point of reference is the, the business class toilets, obviously. On this is it. This <laughs> is it. Like I, 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 I don't understand what you're talking about. Economy, what is it? What is economy? <laughs> <laughs> do they wipe your ass in economy as well? She never did. Oh. <laughs> Clearly. You need to fly Emirates. That sounds like a, a terrible flight experience. But, you know, all the worst experiences make good stories. So thank you for sharing. Well, exactly. And it didn't happen this time, so onwards and upwards. I bet you're like a little bit traumatised now as well. Every time you, you fly or you, you go on that route, you're like, oh my God, I'm like, shit, my brain's out. It's going to be horrible. Or do you I start do... every flight with a lucky green smoothie? Is that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> try it again. <laughs> I do make careful drink selection before I get on any plane now. Yeah, I am very cautious with that. Well, I'll make sure I'm not getting a plane with you anytime soon, Al. I'll definitely make sure that. But I think that probably about wraps it up for our thrilling return to this podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Richard. Very welcome. Uh, looking forward to the next one already. And thank you, Al. Oh, you're welcome. And we'll see you next time on In the Toilet.